The discussions that take place during this episode may contain topics that are controversial, sensitive, explicit, offensive, and or an inaccurate or outdated representation and or mistreatment of marginalized peoples and or cultures. This content may not be appropriate for everyone. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to entertain. While we always do our best to present factual and researched information, this does not indicate that everything said on the We Watch Disney podcast is factually and or historically accurate. We encourage you, the listener, to engage in your own research as well. Please use discretion when enjoying our show. And now, let's get on with the show. Excellent. You sound great, Michael. Clear, hey. crisp, You know what's so fresh. funny that I notice every time after you guys leave? And when you guys leave the cans in the sink, which is fine because I rinse them out and then recycle. Dan's cans always have the tabs sticking up. I know. Why? Why do you do that? You ever play that game? <laughs> yeah, I have. But why do you always keep it up? Because you play that game. Because no one plays with them. Anyone wants to play? Oh, he's like, I'm just ready to go. If someone wants to if play the game. If anyone sitting across from me ever wants to play the game. Oh, okay. Oh, no, it's gonna fall into his drink. <laughs> it's one's pretty good. He's gonna win. Yeah! Plugged yeah. <laughs> that one a little too hard. <laughs> I just gave it to you. There you go. Oh, thanks. Remember Here's all the pieces of your cake. I knew somebody like in high school that would collect all these and wear them as a necklace. I was just gonna say, do you guys remember when people would make necklaces yeah. out of that? <laughs> but always be monster ones, yeah, though. Yeah, because they were colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I knew some girls like that. <laughs> Listening to you're listening to you're listening to you're listening to you're listening to the We Watch Disney Podcast. And we're back. Yeah. Woo. It is the We Watch Disney Podcast, a place where we chronologically review everything through the decades on Disney Plus. I'm excited to go around the table. Who's here? Koya. Alex. Yelly. Hills. And Dan, everyone's here. Oh, Hi, everyone. Here. Hi, Dan. Hi, Michael. How are you? How are you? Good. Great. You excited? So excited. What are we talking about? Today? This movie. This movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> the movie that we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Cinderella. Smoothie. Oh, there we go. Okay. The smoothie. The smoothie. <laughs> we're talking about smoothies today. <laughs> it's also season three, right? That's what, what? we're going with. Because fifties, we're in the fifties, yeah. yeah. Right. I was gonna yeah. say like I don't, I don't know what our seasons are, so I'm going by decades. So I'm going by this is our third decade. decade that we're venturing into. Oh, like nice. That. And we're starting off pretty well because we're starting with, as Michael said, we're starting off with Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> Everyone's seen it, right? Before today. Yeah. Okay. Well, before. I thought Michael it. hadn't, but I have. Big, I don't know why big Alex would say Cinderella that. enthusiast, oh, Michael. Over here. I thought you did, but you might not have. She lied. Possible. That's okay. Blame Alex. She yelled at Dan today. Yeah. yeah Alex has yelled at me, and <laughs> I'm really upset and really thrown off. <laughs> she apologized like so many times. <laughs> it's it's not enough. <laughs> I thought he was Michael. Why? Because he sneezed. <laughs> Michael sneezed. Okay, in my head, Michael sneezed so loud and scared the cats. So obviously, I had to rip him apart. But 
the thing is, <laughs> I didn't sneeze. It was Dan, and I was laughing the whole time. And he didn't deserve that. Only Michael does. <laughs> she went off. Goddamn piece of shit. Sneezing. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it was literally like that's word for word, pretty much. Scared right. damn cats. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You scared the cats, you piece of shit. And it was just Dan having allergies. The face that Dan had was epic. I felt so bad when I realized it was not Michael's. Because Michael sneezes all the time so loud and annoying, and he scares Cleo, our cat, so I just assumed... I'm passing this off to you. <laughs> I told you, it's not possible. There's it's also possible. a side project going around the table right now where there's this little... What is this, an ornament? It's like a little... Decor- it's like an ornament, yeah, but it's not for a tree. Michael got in like five seconds. Nobody can get like the hook idiot. on this damn thing, so we're up to contestant number two with Michael here. Actually three, off. because Hillary tried. tried. Three, so... He'll get it right I- now. Oh. Oh, I heard a click. But that like he's got it. Wow! Look at that. See, so, here we go. Handyman, so I warmed it up for you. You did. You, you <laughs> loosened it. It's like the uh, the pickle jar. You yeah. loosened it for him. Yeah. I can never take that off now. No, you can't. No, that it's was stuck there forever. That, that was a pain. <laughs> really, it took you 15 seconds. Yeah, but it was a painful 15 seconds. <laughs> It was challenging. Anyways. But yes, today's Cinderella, a film that would change the course of history for Walt Disney and would become the iconic symbol of Walt Disney Productions. Ooh. And I feel like Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll get to that. That French bitch knew what she was doing. <laughs> what? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kidding. talk about that French bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cinderella, the greatest love story ever told. It is based on the folktale The Little Glass Slipper dating all the way back to ancient Greece, actually. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Well, actually. now you do. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Fancy. Starts all the way back in 1922, way before we watched Disney Podcast catalog. 1922 was actually the uh, the year of Walt's first attempt at adapting Cinderella. Oh. He, uh, let's see. He he tried it in the form of like a short in the Laughogram Studio series mm. that he did, mm-hmm. which was before he started his own company, selling it to like a local. Uh, I don't know, local radio and yeah, like TV yeah, yeah. production, you know, that kind okay. of stuff. From there, he was interested again in producing it a second attempt, um, and this time he had the idea of doing it as a silly symphony. Oh, thank God he didn't. Mm. Yeah. They even began production on it. They assigned a director and everything. However, by 1938, it was ultimately mm-hmm. decided that the story was too complicated to be a short, mm-hmm. and it took them six years, I guess, to come to this realization, so they stopped making a silly symphony. I mean, it is kind of complicated, for sure. Well, yeah, those silly symphonies are like 10 minutes long. I mean, condensing this movie to 10 minutes would have probably been terrible. No mice. No mice. No yeah. mice. Yeah. No the mice, mice no the dice. best part. <laughs> One of the best parts. Gus Gus. <laughs> yeah. It was then suggested as a potential animated feature film, and by 1943, they began work on a story. Interestingly enough, the story of the film went through a lot of changes, including originally having the stepsisters named Wanda and Javo. Can you spell the second one? Yeah. J A V O T T E. Javat. Javat. Wanda and Javat. Uh, I just think of Cosmo and Wanda. Right? (laughs) Anyway. Cinderella having a pet mouse named Dusty and a pet turtle named Clarissa. Clarissa? Yeah, Clarissa the turtle. By 1945, the production halted again until 1947, where the first storyboarding began. This time, a different approach is taken, and it's story largely through the eyes of animals in the barnyard and their observations of Cinderella day-to-day activities, which is pretty much what we get in the final form. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. It's like two halves, really. you got the story of 
the mice, yeah. Lucifer, and then the sort of Cinderella and the stepsisters. Yeah. Yeah. They're always villainizing cats. I know. They really did because his eyes were green, mm -hmm. too. They were really purposely villainizing him. I don't know if he's ever said anything. I have a theory that Walt Disney fucking hated cats. Because, like, <laughs> early on, cats are always trash trash in, like, Disney stuff. I know. And if anybody really has cats, they know that they're the sweetest little babies. I know. They're just independent. And if you can't get on board with that, you're just insecure in your own life. You tell That's them right. what it is. Let them know. That's right. You have a really bad attachment style. Following the release of Fun and Fancy Free, a package film that we skipped because it just didn't look interesting, um, Walt Disney Productions... <laughs> well, I mean, Good was choice. anyone pining for it? No. no. All right, so I mean, Michael. Michael. Exactly. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but following the package film, uh, Walt Disney Productions had a total debt of $3 million. Oh, no. Disney ultimately me had... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking your cats in your bed. Wow. Yeah. Disney's just like me. <laughs> Uh, Disney ultimately had to make a decision. Um, the package films that they were churning out during this time, like Ichabod and Mr. Toad and Melody mm -hmm. Time as well, um, they were not digging them out of their debt. Uh, they were cheaper to throw together and combined everything, given that the overseas market was virtually non-existent due to World War II, but profit-wise, it wasn't doing them any favors. Well, really, who the fuck is going to come out to see Ichabod? Not me. I wouldn't have. Nope. No. And Mr. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Uh, see, Mr. Toad, maybe. Maybe. But then you they have gotcha. choices nowadays, yeah. though, so they didn't have too many choices Okay, back you're not wrong, either, you're so. not wrong. <laughs> then you would have got there, and you would have been like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this tall, skinny man. <laughs> yeah, lanky motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but with the war <laughs> over by this point, Disney expressed his desire to loners to... Oh, you're singing Christmas music. Oh. <laughs> um, he expressed his desire to loners to return to making fill-length feature films. With that... Three animated projects are given the green light. There's Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> and Peter Pan. Hillary's counting along. How many is that? Three. Okay, so I, I was right. All right, I wanted to make sure. Uh, more on the last two in future episodes, but Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland are actually being created simultaneously, uh, with Cinderella ultimately progressing further along quicker. So it gets an out of being Disney's first feature film in eight years. What was the last feature film then? Snow White? Uh, no, no. Uh, Pinocchio? Uh, Bambi. Dumbo? Bambi. Oh. oh, yeah. It was Bambi. Yeah. That was the last one we watched. I actually yeah. wrote it here. It's right here. I don't know why I didn't just read that. Um, how was the film received upon its release? As you can imagine, it did incredibly well. Um, critics praised the animation, the storytelling, the imaginative art and glowing colors, um, and the gentle tone of the story without the needing for like horrifying-looking villains. Um, the touches of humor and the music uh, were also appealing to both audiences that were old and young. So it kind of hit, you, you look a little... Where was their humor? Well, I guess the mice are supposed to be humorous. Yeah, okay. like, you and know. like the cat. Yeah. And, you know. Okay, all right. However, interestingly enough, the character of Cinderella was met with a little mixed reception. Um, some film critics describe the character as much too passive and one-dimensional, and less interesting than the film's supporting characters. You got an opinion on that? You're, you're thinking about it. I think that Cinder... This is why you asked me when we watched it the other day how I feel about her. I think that she's just a very kind-hearted person. And she just, like... She goes through life realizing that, you know, shit sucks. But, like, she lost a lot of people, right? Like, she I'd lost her... So. She lost her parents and she was, you know, sad about that. And, like, really, what else can you do? I think she just kind of tried to look on the bright side. I guess critics didn't really find her character all that um, interesting to them. 
Well, you know what? Critics suck. <laughs> yeah, well, if you think about it, like, of course she's not going to be interesting. Like, she, the stepmother and the stepsisters, they make her their personal assistant to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how is she supposed to act? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like she's like a prisoner in her own home. Actually, like, all things considered, she actually acts pretty well. Yeah. yeah. That's a, but that's a good mm-hmm. point, Alex, because it's like when you think about it, like when you read, all right, I'm just going to use this as an example. Yeah. Like when you read Pride and Prejudice, right? There's like, so they, the how, I mean, this applies elsewhere, obviously, but like the household that they live in, like has help, right? You know, um, there's actually a whole like secondary written book from the perspective of the help. And like, you wouldn't know that. Like, you don't go into stories like this with, like, the help-having personality. They're just the people who are there who, like, mm-hmm. do food and, like, you know, clean and, like, things like that. So it's, like, Cinderella is that character. You're just giving her a voice and making her the focal point because it happens to be about her. But, like, we're not. she's not supposed to have a strong personality because she is essentially the help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, so that was a good point. I also think it's interesting because I feel like... If it wasn't for the little live action Cinderella, which I know we're obviously not doing now, I feel like the live action Cinderella gave her a lot more personality than this one. And I feel like it's interesting. I didn't know that the critics thought that when this movie came out because I feel like they probably tried to add more personality to her because of that. Yeah. They did that with the prince too. I saw that because in, yeah. in, 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 they originally had the idea for the uh, Prince Charming to give him. Um, to, to have that hunting background, mm-hmm. but they were gonna pay it off as like he's not actually really a hunter. Like it's he like he's like friends with the deer that he was like hunting, and they have a laugh about it because they fooled everybody. Uh-huh. Um, but and then, then they, when he comes home with nothing, <laughs> uh, but but in the live action one, they incorporated the prince's love for hunting yeah. to that character. So they like have like pieces from way back in nineteen fifty that they brought into the new live action one. Interesting. So, it is interesting. Yeah, because he, he has no personality in this at all. He doesn't right. have a yeah. name. He doesn't have a name. No. <laughs> yeah. Charming. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so nonetheless, so the character of Cinderella has become probably one of the most famous Disney characters, princesses. I think when most people think, yeah. picture a Disney princess, they probably picture Cinderella as maybe the one. Yeah, probably. Um, she, Too bad she has no ears. She's got no ears, so she can't hear no all toes. the praise. No toes either. <laughs> uh, but she becomes the second Disney princess joining Snow White. And her glass slipper is probably one of the more popular Disney props to this day. They mm-hmm. still use it yeah. with, you know, like, for promotions and stuff like that. I think it's in the castle, maybe, in Disney World. Um, In maybe. Disneyland, it definitely is, because there's, like, a whole thing. But that's Sleeping Beauty. Um, Wasn't there that museum when we went to? Didn't they have a... They, they that was did. a slipper from the live action. Yeah. Mm, I, don't oh. think, I don't think her slipper is, like, on display in Florida. Okay. Well, you can find in the, the glass blowing shop. I'm oh, pretty sure yeah. they have one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of Disney's more recognizable props that they've had yeah. in any other movies. Um, at the box office, we mentioned the $3 million debt that Disney had at this time. Well, it earned $4.28 million in distributor rentals. At And was the fifth highest grossing film in the year of 1950. Wow. It cost $2.2 million to make. And for a lifetime world gross amount, $182 million from its original release. Can someone wow. explain to me how, uh, that, how this movie cost that much to make? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, and I'm not like saying that people shouldn't get paid because obviously they should. Because I'm just, it took so long to make. I guess like I'm time just, is really the right? biggest thing okay. when it comes to like I'm animation. Just, I'm just questioning like, so like when they talk about that, are they referring to like the salaries of the, of the animators? Are they talking about like material? I probably like material, what are they talking about? Like spent on like 
different filming techniques as well. I imagine it's that kind of stuff. I'm just well. curious because maybe like, even just like overhead like space to actually do the work. I know they have well. their own studios, but like maybe they factor that stuff in. I don't maybe. know. Maybe I was just curious because like I just like when you hear about it today with like a live action movie. It makes sense because you're like, okay, I have to pay all the actors. I have mm-hmm. to pay, like, you know, like every design. Yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. It's way more intricate. But this is just like an animated film, and and I'm sure they're very labor intensive. But I just fail to see how in 1950 you know it costs that much. Like, I don't get it. By the next episode, I will get an answer for you. Yeah, I'm just curious why that is. Maybe they used expensive um, paints. Maybe they so got that Bob Ross paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, now. All right, so I mentioned why this film would change the course of Disney, and here it is. Uh, The success of Cinderella allowed Disney to carry on producing films throughout the 50s. Um, They would earn additional money to help them out through record sales, music publishing, publications, and other merchandise. That cash flow allows Disney to finance a slate of films like we discussed before and establish their own distribution company known as Buena Vista Pictures. Mm. They also enter television production, and begin building Disneyland during this decade, as well as developing the Florida Project, which is... Disney World. That's right. So this film, along with other films as well, it gets them out of debt, and it really kicks them into another gear with like expanding into other territories. Wow, if we didn't have Cinderella, we wouldn't have any of this. We wouldn't even be sitting here. That's right. We'd be discussing some other... Silly company. Yeah, we just over and over again. We do all the silly symphonies. No, no. All 75 of them. <laughs> and we wouldn't have a castle. That's right. Uh, it was nominated for three Academy Awards, but it went 0 for 3. It didn't take any of them home. Uh, best oh. scoring of a mu- musical picture, best sound recording, and best original song, which was Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, but mm-hmm. that lost out. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a certified fresh rating of 98 amongst critics and 80 among audiences, with a consensus reading the rich colors, the sweet songs, the adorable mice, and endearing, if suffering, heroine makes Cinderella a nostalgically lovely charmer. So they disagreed with that whole boring Cinderella mindset. Also to note, Cinderella, like we mentioned, would go on to have a live-action remake in 2015 with Lily James as Cinderella. I love that one. It's my favorite live-action remake. Yeah, me too. I think it's still, after all these remakes that they've done, I still think it's at the top. Yeah, but so many people don't like it. I don't know why, Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know why. I've never seen that one. I've only seen it finding it because it's not on Like, I saw it in the movies, and I was like, that was just, eh. Like, I never, maybe I would feel different if I watched it again. But I just never had the, like, uh, what's the word? Desire to watch it again Aww. after that yeah. after the first time I saw it. That's so sad. I really liked it, but you're right. It is not on Disney Plus, which yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't even it's know it's on where... Stars right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, as we always do in the parks, you could just throw out anything where you can find Cinderella because it's pretty much everywhere. Um, I've never seen Cinderella in the parks. No, All right, she's well, at that German place. Perfect. No, I've never seen her or any of her memorabilia or any landmarks okay. at all. It, it's a little hard to find, but if you go to Magic Kingdom, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know Main Street. Mm-hmm. End of Main Street. End of Main Street. Okay. Yeah. So you're looking down. Yeah. Don't look at the train. Turn okay. around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a giant. Uh, castle. What? I think you're. I think you're lying. You gotta look hard. 198 feet tall. I've never seen like that. that. You gotta look hard. I don't know what you're talking about. It's there. Right, How tall is it? Uh, it's pretty tall. What What color is it? 
Um, How will I know? Does it have a sign? I just recently painted it. Yeah. <laughs> ask around when you get there. I'm going to ask. Do. I'm going to do that. Oh, and also for clarity, it's Cinderella Castle, not Cinderella's Castle. Very. That's oh. very important. Okay, so you know what's going to happen on our vlog that we do? We do a vlog, yeah. A little plug. Um, but you didn't say it. I'm going to... We went to Disney. There you go. I'm going to ask some cast members where I can find Cinderella Castle. <laughs> and we're gonna see. So follow up there, please. Next time we go, that was all. That, this is. I will. If we go together, I will do that with you. Just random. Yeah, that'd be like, great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm ask. the one with the next Disney trip, and I'm not doing that. No, that's, that's okay. okay. Well, okay. we should just go stand in front like, of the hi, castle um, and be like, um, do yeah. you know where Cinderella Castle? Is? <laughs> yeah, like where can I find? Where can I find that? I hear that there is a castle here, but I'm not. I don't see it, it anywhere. That'll be funny. I do have dinner at Cinderella's royal table. <laughs> I don't know where that is. <laughs> I've never been there. Have you been there? I just want to yes. see their reactions. No. <laughs> they'll be, they'll be like, uh. To where? Oh. Cinderella's Royal Tour. Yeah. Turn yeah. around. You see that? It's, um, do you feel like no. it's worth it? <laughs> uh, I think it's worth the experience. Like to do it once. Not it's, the food. But not, it's but, better with kids. kids. It's better with kids. It's That's better true. with kids. But yeah. it's like, it's really cute. Their breakfast is kind of nice. Yeah. I've never done it before. I think that the consensus on character meals, like across the board, is that. Any character meal is always better at breakfast than yeah. it is with anything else. Yeah. I think so, Any too. other meal. Did you know years ago, Kodak named Cinderella Castle the most photographed building in the world? Yes, I did know that, actually. Okay, did That's you know that? No, I didn't, but I'm okay. not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, her from that. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Victoria, anything yeah. about Disney, because she knows it all. I don't, she's just always right here, so I always just like, look to my left for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. That changes heating up. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Uh, but That's there's also uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's yeah. at the Grand Floridian, too. Yeah. I think uh, they just closed it at the Grand Floridian, didn't oh, they? Really? And the Disney Springs one, I believe, is closed. I was going to say the one at Disney Springs is definitely yeah, closed. I I'm pretty sure they... I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like 85% sure. I know it's still operating as like a regular salon, too. I don't know if they're doing the Bibbidi Bobbidi yeah. Boutique, though. Huh. How about That's Cinderella's it. Royal Suite? Never been there. Well, Listen, probably nobody... Not what everybody should know about me... Is that if I die, and I have not stayed in that suite, um, I'm haunting every human being on this planet. You don't even know where it is, because you, you never even heard of the castle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. I was about to say, how do you know the room? <laughs> Listen. It honestly doesn't really look that great. Like, I'd rather stay at the Riviera. Oh, my God. But it's, a, it's the, like, it's the special The mosaic in the bathroom over the tub? It looks so outdated. I don't know if we said it. There's a, it's supposed to look... There's a suite the in the castle <laughs> that you can... Well, you, you if you're lucky enough, you can stay there. They used to do like a... It was like a million... It was like so a they, raffle. They did... Um, they chose random guests during like the year of like 100 Wishes or something oh, like yeah. that. When they had that going on. But that was a long time ago. And they would choose a family to go and stay there mm -hmm. for the night. And then there... One night though, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, you never can stay there more than one no. night. Which... And, Sounds makes like it not appealing to me. Well, I would not sleep. You gotta pack your stuff and then yeah. leave, and like you can't be in there during the fireworks. Like, come I on. I just wouldn't be able to sleep. I would just be up like taking pictures in the basket. I gotta save her every moment. Yeah, of like I would be like, fuck sleep. Oh, that's where her slipper is. Her glass slipper is in her suite. Oh, you know uh, what? You're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, you're right. Um, but then they also did a they did a sweepstakes for a night in the castle, and it goes on intermittently with I forget who it's with. It's, I think the sweepstakes it's, going on right now. Is there? 
it's 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 like, like, like a honored. children's. I think it's, it's uh, like give kids the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foundation. You're right because yeah. I get emails from them. Yes, and it's um it goes on on and off, but I never hear about anybody winning it. So. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you can't just be like, oh, I want to stay there, no. even if it's millions. You'll be like, correct. oh, and like you have yeah. to like do it through one of these. You yeah, can't pay correct. Any yeah, there's gotcha. no like price tag on the okay. on the night. Gotcha. Yeah. Although I'm sure that some people. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like celebrities probably would have gone if they could, but I don't. Yeah, I don't well, think so. I think it's one of those things that really should stay like. Once in a million yeah. chance. Like, I don't think that they should ever make it, like, available to book. Yeah. You know? Right. I agree. Even the celebs. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to be Walt's apartment or something? No, that's on Main Street. That's Main Street. Was um, it Lloyd's? Wasn't well, that that's in Disneyland? Disneyland, and it's above the fire station. Oh. And that, that was, was his apartment. Yeah. Oh. Like, I think they still keep it that way. They I do. Think they keep the light on. They keep the light on. Can you stay there? No. You can't can go up okay. there and visit? I don't think so. That would be cool, like an inside tour? Yeah, I don't think you can. Mm. Well... I mean, I don't know what, like, Club 33 people can do. Maybe they can go. I don't they're know on a different saying. level. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, apparently. Um, other than that, there's a million uh, Cinderella references in the parks, but I do want to also point out the characters that you can meet, specifically Drizella and Anastasia. Oh, they're so fun. I think they're my favorite they're characters funny. to meet. They the are. Park. So it's last a- time we went, you were in the bathroom. I was by myself. They were walking around behind the castle that I can't see. And <laughs> and I have a tattoo on my arm of my three cats. And they walked by and I said hi. And they saw my tattoo and they freaked out. And they were like, oh my God. And then they said I should get Lucifer like really big right <laughs> underneath. And they were like, you have to show, you know. And they like, it was really cute. It was funny. Aw. Yeah. They are, they are really like interactive and their personality. We passed them last yeah. time we were there too. Behind remember. the castle. We were, we were just getting off of a... Uh... Uh, Snow White. You didn't say hi. And, no, they were walking past um, us and just creating havoc. Yeah, they that's do. Funny. Yeah, that's that's what they do. Well, I think you said it when you were watching it, and I had the same thought. I was like, I forgot how ugly they make them oh, look. Yeah. In the movie. yeah, they take yeah. liberties with yeah. these two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Like, I was like, ooh. Like, <laughs> yeah. They just need to learn how to blend. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> All right. Cinderella, released on February 15th in 1950 in Boston and then to the rest of the world on March 4th, 1950. Rated G and has a runtime on Disney Plus of 1 hour, 18 minutes, and 30 seconds. Directed by Wilford Jackson, Hamilton Lusk, and Clyde Geronimi. Music by Oliver Wallace and Paul Smith. Starring Eileen Woods, Eleanor Audley, uh, Verna Felton, Rhoda Williams, Lucille Bliss, and William Edward Phipps. Cue the overture and the opening credits. Our first song plays, which is Cinderella. Um, You're looking at me like I was going to answer that, and I blanked. <laughs> well, it's actually just called main title, but like. I loved the opening credits. They were so pretty. They were pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. Maybe that's why it took so long to make, or so cost so much money to make. Maybe. The <laughs> opening credits? Yeah, well, because wow. like I feel like the the artist, like the it was flower, very it was very, yeah. yeah. It was, it was very, and they did have a book, um, a live action book that opened. Yeah, we get the fairy tale book opening, and our narrator starts. Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there was a tiny kingdom, peaceful, prosperous, and rich in romance and tradition. I mean, like they're talking about France, but okay. They didn't want to say friends. Uh, by the way, the narrator here is Betty Lou Gerson, who is more recognizable as the voice of Cruella Deville. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, well, they, they damn. Know. I have to rewatch it. And you got to listen. Cruella. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's Cruella Deville. That's crazy. Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. 
He doesn't scare you. No evil thing will. We were supposed to tap to that in our thing. And you she, didn't. she cut it. She's cutting it. Rude. We then see a chateau where a widowed gentleman and his daughter, Cinderella, live. So, yeah? I was just going to say, in this movie, they make her name Cinderella, but her name's not actually Cinderella. Her name is Ella. Mm-hmm. Which they do address that in the live action. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. Cinderella's father is a very kind and caring man who gives his daughter whatever she may need, but yet he still feels the need for a mother's care, something he cannot provide. Which, like, in hindsight... He didn't even do that. Wrong! (laughs) Yeah, he made it worse. He did. So he married his second wife, Lady Tremaine, who has two daughters of her own that are Cinderella's age, Drizella and Anastasia. Unfortunately for Cinderella, her father also has an untimely death, leaving Cinderella in the care of her stepmother, whose true nature is now revealed. A little suspicious, if you ask me. Oh, you think Lady Tremaine, like, could read the writing on the wall? Maybe. Killed her. Killed him. Maybe. Maybe. I really need a Lady Tremaine backstory, that's all. Mm. Like, how did her husband die? How do you know he's dead? Because they, she, they said families? that she was also uh, widowed, I think they said. Well, how do you know that, though? Maybe, Maybe she, she killed him. That. Jealous over her kind nature and natural beauty, Lady Tremaine made it a point to favor her daughters at the expense of Cinderella. Additionally, the chateau has fallen into despair, and the family fortunes are were squandered on the stepsisters. I mean, like, and they still have ugly-ass clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just put no, none of that money into, like, cosmetic surgery or... You would think, like right? Like, yeah. Or just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. See the size of their feet? <laughs> you can see the size Stand of their feet. Stand up the size oh, of I'm your sorry. feet! Oh, they, I don't they know, had man. bulbous toes. Oh, they were nuts. <laughs> bigger than my feet. Did they ever say how old they are all supposed to be? The, the Like, Cinderella and the well, usually, sisters? Usually in these kind of stories, I feel like they're they usually like 15. Like 15. I feel like 14, she was yeah. like 15 or 16. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cinderella. Why her curfew is midnight. Uh. <laughs> That's kind of late for a 15 year old. True. You ready to be a dead? Sweet hope I midnight. Cinderella is forced to become a servant in her own house to her stepmother and stepsisters. However, and cin- the cat. And the cat. Yeah. However, Cinderella never lost her spirit and she continued to hope that someday her dreams of happiness would come true. Wow. Narrator bows out, and Cinderella awakens on a new day. Cinderella is voiced by Eileen Woods, who actually had a pretty interesting story regarding the character in this movie. Um, she was chosen from 310 auditions. Wow. Okay. An audition that she didn't even know that she auditioned for. Oh. She was friends with Mac David and Jerry Livingston, two songwriter friends who called her to sing Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, A Dream is a Wish That Your Heart Makes, and So This Is Love. The songs were then presented to Walt, and two days later, she found out about the audition when Walt asked her to voice the character. So what, she just thought they just had her sing for fun? Yeah, they just recorded her, like, friendly recording, and then they passed it along to Walt, and Walt chose her. Okay. Wait, so she's the one that sang those songs, too? Yeah, she sings the songs. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't I mean, end up singing Bebbity Bobby. Yeah, I was going to say. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Does. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, like, she, but I'm saying Eileen is the one that voiced it? For Cinderella. For her own songs. Yes. Like the Cinderella songs. Yeah. Yes. But she didn't. Oh, okay. Not yeah. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Okay. And then to sort of bookend this with a bittersweet ending, um, Eileen Woods later on in her life, she suffered from Alzheimer's disease, Aww. in which she did not even remember doing the voice of Cinderella. Oh, that's so sad. But 
Nurses claim that she uh, was very much comforted by the song, A Dream is the Wish That Your Heart Makes. Aww. So, a little bit of a nice ending there. Even if they're lying, I'm, I'm, I just like knowing that. I'm going to take their word. <laughs> yeah. Who are yes. you to question them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. Birds enter her room and chirp to her to wake up. Shit um, all over her bed. <laughs> 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 Shit all over. Cinderella then tells the birds that she was having a lovely She's dream, like, but cannot. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's having a lovely dream, but she cannot say what it is, what it's about, because then her dream wouldn't come true. Mm. Because after all, a dream is a wish that your heart makes, which happens to be our next song. When you're fast asleep. Uh, yeah, so the song serves as uh, the inspiration for Cinderella's hope, as her dreams are of happiness, which she wishes will come one day in her miserable life that she's living. I just want to talk about, like, her shower situation. Um, that looks fucking cold. Yeah, and where's the drain? Is there no drain? <laughs> no. <laughs> There is no drain. Oh, maybe the birds like drink her dirty bath water. <laughs> just like they had this Hey, water is water, right? <laughs> uh, I guess so. Uh, the song is actually pretty similar to When You Wish Upon a Star, both equating a dream to that of a wish. Yeah. So a little bit of a connection there as well. Mm. Do you like the song, anyone? Any? I like the song. Yeah. I, this song is always stuck in my head. Yeah. I like this song, I think, of most out of all of them. And I actually think this is a better Cinderella song than, like, So This Is Love. Oh, yeah. Like, I think this one's more impressive, personally. Hmm. You disagree? I don't have an opinion. Oh, okay. That's fine. So This Is Love really sounds like a poem, not even a song. Mm-hmm. Really? There's no beat to it. So it's not a bop. The dream is a wish your heart makes is a bop. That is not. So <laughs> No, you know it's a bop? Hippity boppity boop. Yeah. <laughs> it has I a like bop in it. Cinderella, Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's a bop, too. Little mice voices. Make the fire, do the dishes, do the washing. Her song concludes with the sound of a bell chime, much to Cinderella's displeasure. She, Ugh. Yeah. Wait, she, the clock bell or? Was this the bell at the castle waking? Yeah, it was okay. the clock. All right, so it's the clock. Because then she talks about the clock and she's like, get up, get up, you say. Mm-hmm. It's time to start another day. Well, she gets out of bed so and I does start her day. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And her day consists of chores around the house Listen, all day, every day. She will never have heart disease. Mm. <laughs> it's just lining, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We then meet the first of the two main mice in the film, Jock. Um, he informs Cinderella that there is a new mouse in the house that has been caught in the mousetrap on the stairs. Octavius. <laughs> How did that mousetrap work? I just want to know. It just That's a good question, cage. too. Yeah. Being very, you know, well-versed in mousetraps. Our mousetrap expert over here, yeah. How come you're not making them little outfits? <laughs> that would be great. Well, and naming them. They're already dead. <laughs> you don't want to name them when they're dead. <laughs> yeah, you can't be having detachment. Yeah, you know Damn. Um, <laughs> how, do, how do we get Gus from Octavius? I don't know. I, don't know. I guess the us... Octavius, Gus, maybe she just wanted him to have a fancy name, but was like, nah, he's well, a Gus. I mean, he doesn't look like an Octavius to me. No, no he's a heavier set mouse um, in Cinderella. Just say just what, what it is. It. He's fat. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a fat mouse. He's, he's a little bit of a chubber. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little so what's too a, much cheese. What I noticed with the um, clothes that he got, yeah, it was Dopey's Colors. Was it? Oh. Didn't Look even at notice. you picking and up on all these. Like, I asked Easter Alex. Eggs. I was like, 
do you think it's Dopey's colors because he's a little like slow? <laughs> <laughs> and I asked that, and I was like, out of curiosity, because they made Dopey Dopey. Yeah. And yeah. he was pretty Dopey. Like he was Dopey. He was a little Dopey, yeah. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and Alex, my, you should bring that up to Dan tomorrow. <laughs> I totally was. I was like, that's yeah, good. Yeah, remind me of Dopey. Write it down, Gilly. <laughs> so Cinderella goes downstairs and tells Jock to warn Gus Gus about the cat. Which, by the way, she sleeps in the attic. Cinderella. It's important yes. to know. Yes. Yeah, that like, she goes a lot up and down a lot of steps. A lot of yeah. stairs, yeah. They seem a little uh, rickety. Yes. I know, I was looking for like the support beams and stuff. Yeah. And I, was like, <laughs> I was looking for the support beams in the animation. <laughs> I was looking at the architectural integrity of the staircase. I <laughs> gotta use parallel beams to support that dumb shit. <laughs> well. Do they have any flying buttresses in the house? They have any what? Flying buttresses. What is that? Oh my god, Dan! We went to the same art school. We were in the same art history class. And we studied Notre Dame. You know what a flying buttress is. I don't remember. Just Google search it. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is so sick of me. No, no, no. I'm not. He just Uh, feels bad. uh, Yes. Damn it, Dan! (laughs) No! These are flying buttresses. Oh, okay. I didn't know the name of that. Oh, that. Hold on. I'll pull it up for everybody. Ready? Flying buttress. It's the slanty thing. Oh, I thought it was those things in the Wizard of Oz. Um, Do you know (laughs) those those, flying flying monkeys? I, I thought it was, I didn't know how I thought it was a thing from Spongebob. SpongeBob. I don't know how it applied to this, but the I thought it was the duchess. flying monkey. <laughs> the monkey's chain. The monkey's fist. <laughs> the monkey. So they warn Gus Gus about the cat. That cat would be Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> Lady Tremaine's yeah. mean-spirited, rather large cat. Should I call him He's that? He's no today? larger. Okay. I was looking at him when I was watching the movie, and I was like, that's Malachi. This cat, it seems like... Well, he's good. He's so... He's such a little love. It seems like they trained that cat to be a little bit nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I feel bad for Lucifer, because he had to be the first one to wake up to be... She, I know. Like, he didn't want to wake up, but she's I know. like, it's the orders, and he was like, oh. oh. Yeah, why did they do that, do you think? Because Lady Tremaine was selfish and didn't want to have to wake up early? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, but he was so mean to the dog. Bruno. Just torturing the dog. So, yeah. I forgot I actually wrote this down, so I think it's actually known that Walt did not like cats. Because oh. the story of how Luce, uh, Lucifer was modeled is he's modeled after animator Walt Kimbrell's cat. Um, a, a, and Walt, uh, no, Ward Kimbrell's cat, I'm sorry. Um, they described Ward's cat as a plump, six-toed calico named Feetsy. Ward was having trouble coming up with. Oh, it is actually feet. Like a cramp oh, no. under oh, no. my chin. <laughs> I thought you were laughing at the cat named Feetsy. Feetsy was six Literally from like here down for a second. And then I was like, it felt drills. so tight. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody know CPR? <laughs> I know CPR. <laughs> I can save her. Ward was actually having trouble coming up with the design for Lucifer until Walt came over to visit him at his home. Walt was not very fond of cats, which is... I, I think aside from the Aristocats, every cat sucks. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but Feetsy <laughs> kept brushing up against Walt's leg throughout the conversation, and Walt finally said, Kimbrel, you've got your Lucifer right here. Oh, <laughs> all the cat was doing was trying to get some so love. then they Aww. modeled Lucifer after this plump six-toed Aww. calico. 
Gus Gus is not too threatened by Lucifer, and Jock warns him um, how mean he is. Down in the kitchen, Cinderella and Lucifer find a sleeping Bruno, which is her pet dog. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It's interesting that his name is Bruno. It's yeah. Bruno in the Disney World. Anyways. Two Brunos. talk about Bruno. Sorry. Mm. Lucifer and Bruno, uh, Bruno do Silencio not... Silencio Bruno! That's three Brunos! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Lucifer and Bruno do not get along as they are cat and dog, so obviously, why would they? Mm. Um, Bruno is not allowed out of the kitchen due to his conflicts with Lucifer. Uh, Lucifer then tricks Cinderella into thinking that Bruno attacked him, causing Bruno to be put outside. Poor Bruno. Yeah. Outside, Cindere- uh, Cinderella feeds all the chickens and hens. And- I love that scene. Why? I don't know. Oh. I don't know why. I just think it's so cute the way the chickens just like run and try to get the old food. I like that scene because it's cozy and you're like shrunk down to the size of a mouse. Oh yeah, that mm. too. I just, I really like, I like chickens. I would love Me to too. have like pet chickens. Look it up. I like chickens, chickens and goats. Yeah. I don't know about goats. Ah, oh, they're like, you, then you never need to mow your lawn, but you're not going to have a, mo- a lawn anyway, so I guess it's fine. You're right. I'm not because lawns are not good for the environment. I know. So. I agree. <laughs> the mice rush downstairs to try and get some food. <laughs> Confused. Lawn, grass, like the way that like, U.S. suburbs have it. It's like they're not good for the environment because it's not indigenous grass. And you waste so much water. Yeah, it takes a lot of water. There's a lot of chemicals. And it's not, it doesn't like support the natural like ecosystem of our country. Mm -hmm. So anyway, (laughs) Michael's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to have a nice lawn. (laughs) The mice rush downstairs to try and get some food, but they're stopped in their tracks when they spot Lucifer. Um, They come up with the strategy of one of them going out there and distracting him and getting him to chase uh, them all around while the others sneak out as and the decoy hides in the wall and the others go get food. I love how many like mouse holes there are in this movie. Oh, they're all over the place in the house, yeah. And I also just want to know, how does Lady Tremaine like sleep at night knowing that there's all these like... I don't think she gets Does she not hear them? Here's your architectural discussion. The the structural integrity of this house must be just paper thin. I know. Because there's holes everywhere and the mice can just go anywhere, poke out little beams and like poke through the I little know. yeah so they even but they even <laughs> this is going way farther down but like when they were going to get the beads i think mm-hmm. there's even like hinges yeah for, on that part mm-hmm. like yep. the wall that opens it's like they built it for the mice i know there's an entire world inside the walls of the house yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to see it me too <laughs> i do too and they're like bruno living in the walls you yeah. think they built the castle like that do you think they built a castle like that? Yeah, in Disney? What castle? Oh, the... In... <laughs> when it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> what do we still have to find? We'll show you one day the castle. Okay. Yeah. So they draw strings in the form of their tails, um, but Jock draws the last tail, making him the guinea pig. Um, he sneaks out and kicks Lucifer's arm, causing him to fall face first into his own bowl of milk. Lucifer then chases Jock all around the kitchen, allowing the other mice to sneak out into the yard. Cinderella then feeds... Uh, the mice cheese, but Gus Gus is too slow, causing all the chickens to eat the cheese first. That's not cheese. That's corn kernels. Yeah, oh, is it corn kernels? Corn kernels. Corn kernels? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, he's too slow. And the chickens <laughs> eat all of them. I yeah. thought it was cheese, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's They're mice. I mean, it was like his first... It was yeah. First. Give mice she- uh, cheese. You know, it's a very common time. misconception. Mice don't actually like cheese. Educate They're me like on mice. Butter. Go ahead. They, you know, I put peanut butter on the traps. Yeah, they like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So why don't they like cheese? Because of the dairy. They don't like dairy? The dairy will get them. Do they know that? Maybe. Because, like, 
Dairy's not good for Oliver, but he likes cheese. I know. Well, it's the same thing. Like, dairy's not good for Captain Okay, we have to test this. You're going to put cheese in your next mouse trap. I'll let you know how many them. I catch. I'll ask the exterminator. You're going to have three on one trap. Watch. I just want to know. I'm just curious. Maybe they have a preference. You know why they put peanut butter on traps, though? Because it's, it's sticky. It's sticky. Oh, it mice tend to off. prefer foods that are higher in carbohydrates. Chocolate may be more effective. Um, house mice are indiscriminate and will consume any food source available to them. So there you go. So that's house hmm. mice. But like, what cheese whiz. So do you not think that your mice are house mice? Your pet mouse shouldn't be eating cheese or any other dairy product for that matter. It contains no nutritional value for mice, and the empty calories promote weight gain. Oh, that's yeah. see, he was eating cheese. He was a fat mouse. That you know what? You're right. Maybe. Damn it, Gus. Play off the does. cheese. Poor Octavius. <laughs> Too much cheese. <laughs> Cinderella uh, shoes away the chickens and personally gives Gus a giant pile of corn. <laughs> for him to take back with him. Back inside the kitchen, Jock is still distracting Lucifer. Um, Gus is the last of the bunch and ends up dropping all his corn. Because he tried to pick all of it up. He was greedy. He should have just picked up what he could carry. Yeah. His eyes were bigger than his stomach. Uh, I don't think that's true. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he just had a big appetite. Yeah. Mm. Like, ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> this catches Lucifer's attention and he sneaks up on Gus. But before you can grab him, Jock knocks over a broom, which falls on top of Lucifer's head, causing him to get away. Um, but he ends up on top of the table near all oh, the... Oh, yeah, uh, the teacups. The teacups. Um, and he hides in a teacup. Yeah. And when he hides in a teacup, one of the bells in the kitchen rings, and one of the stepsisters is calling out for Cinderella. And then they all start calling for her. Yeah, so they're awake now. They're ready to start. They're like, day. fuck yeah, let's go. It's 11 a.m.? Tea time. Yeah. She prepares three sets of breakfast for Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters, um, but Gus is still trapped underneath one of the cups that Cinderella brings up to and the Lucifer trail. And Lucifer knows it. And he, like, Lucifer's following he's behind. Like, he's like, heck yeah, I'm going to get this mouse. Yeah. Uh, so Cinderella carries the three trays of morning tea and soup up the stairs, balancing one on her head. Um, and a bit of foreshadowing here, um, as she's carrying the three trays up the stairs, she loses her right shoe on the stairs. Mm -hmm. So that's one time that that's happened. She needs better fitting shoes. Yeah. Everybody they... gets her shoe size wrong. Yeah. Cinderella drops off the first breakfast to Drizella, and Drizella orders her to do her laundry and have it back to her in one hour. You hear? One hour. Next, she drops off Anastasia's breakfast, and she too hands her her laundry and gives her the same demand. And then finally, she drops off the last one to her stepmother, uh, stepmother Lady Tremaine, and she gives her laundry as well. Every time, by the way... How much clothes are they wearing? Where they constantly need all this laundry. I said this, too. They're always like, do the mending. And I'm like, what? 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 Needs to be mended? Right? Like, what are you wearing? And, and why are you doing that? Right. It needs to be mended. Exactly. Like, so aggressive every day. Yep. I don't know. Also, while this is all going on, um, every time Cinderella enters one of their rooms, Lucifer tries to sneak in to find Gus uh, in the plates, but he gets blocked by the door every time. So Gus is in one of these rooms. We just don't know which one yet. Yet. Well, eventually we hear Anastasia scream from her room as Lucifer waits outside her door um, to find an escaping Gus Gus. Um, Anastasia runs to her mother to rat out Cinderella. Because, of course, Cinderella did it on purpose. You like that one? What? Rat out. Oh, you're yeah. funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty cheesy. <yeah. laughs> nice. Um, and tell her... Mice. 
That's it. That's it for the We Watch Disney podcast, everybody. <laughs> We're going on tour. <laughs> Uh, Anastasia runs to Lady Tremaine and tells her that Cinderella purposely put a mouse under her teacup as a prank. I would have been like, fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, What are you going to do about it? Was it was dressed, so who else could it have been? <laughs> she does all the mending. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, and before Lady Tremaine calls Cinderella into her room, Cinderella is able to shake down Lucifer and finds Gus, who takes it as an opportunity to get away. Um, Lady Tremaine here is voiced by Eleanor Audley, who does not have a long list of Disney roles like the other talent at this time, um, but she has two very noteworthy ones. One is Lady Tremaine, and the other one is... Anyone know? Do you know? I feel like once you say it, I'm going to be yeah. like, oh yeah. She's also Maleficent. Oh yeah, I did So, two pretty big roles that she has. <laughs> you two did pretty say, big. oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you called it. You said exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> I know me. <laughs> Lady Tremaine is laying in her bed petting Lucifer, glaring Ve- at Yeah, Cinderella. there's actually a meme of that. <laughs> yes, there you is. You guys have seen it? Yeah. I thought I was going to grow up to be this, but then instead I grew up to be mm-hmm. her. And yeah. that is me. Yep. Except I'm not, as, I'm not as angry. And my cats don't have, like, evil. My cats aren't evil. Cinderella starts to speak, and then immediately Lady Tremaine is just like, shut up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she scolds Cinderella and orders Cinderella to clean the giant carpet. Wash the windows, the tapestries, yada, yada, yada. And when Cinderella tells her that that she already did them, Lady Tremaine says, Do it again! That's right. And she's like, since you have so much time for practical jokes, you can... I mean, she's got, you know, it's logical thinking. It's just the wrong thing. It's just, you know, not nice. Well, also she didn't put the mouse in the tea garden. (laughs) (laughs) We then transition over to the castle for this film. Um, I don't, maybe it's just me. I don't think the castle in Disney World and this castle look anything alike when you see them. You know what I just found out Mm -hmm. on one of the vlogs that I watched? That the back side of Cinderella Castle in Disney World is actually the front side of Mm -hmm. Cinderella Castle. I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that would explain it because I don't know. I'm I'm picturing the castle in the kingdom and like, I don't think it's a castle. There is. Yeah, you have to. it's hard to find, but it's there. Um, but they don't really look alike. Maybe that's the confusion. Maybe you don't realize that that's the castle from Cinderella and not another castle. I've never seen a castle. At all? Any castle. Okay. What do you see at the end of the road? Um, honestly, it's just like a big open space. Like an open space, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you can yeah. see the, the mine carts in the yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting mandela here. Maybe there is no castle. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine one day, like, they just take it away. And There's no like... castle. There hasn't been a castle here in years. Yeah. The whole theme park is gaslighting. What's a Cinderella? There's a castle there. Cinderella. Talk, talk about, shoot, what's it called? Mandela. The man, talk about a Mandela I'm just got Mandela. What's a Cinderella? <laughs> what are we even reviewing? <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at you. Inside the castle, we meet the king and the grand duke. Both characters are voiced by Louis Van Ruten. Um, oh, it sounds like... Very royalty, that's right, yeah. Um, the king is quite angry, and he tells the Grand Duke that it is time that his son finally settle, settles down and takes a wife. Shit. I just want you to know that this guy is also a villain. The king is also a I villain. I know! He's awful. Mm-hmm. He's so, like, my way or the highway. Yep. He's so mean to the Grand Duke, and he's so, like, I know. you are my son and you will do this. Right. Yeah. Anyways. The king and the prince have grown apart from each other over the years, and he's become lonely in his castle. He wants to hear the pitter-patter of little feet and throughout the halls. You, and what did you say? Get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they say what ha- where the queen 
was. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't. DEA dead. I mean, I assumed because you know everyone's Disney. <laughs> everyone's dead in this film. Everyone's... During this period, nobody lasted past the age of like twenty-five. So they all except got for the smallpox or polio or whatever. Mm-hmm. The plague. Yeah. Yeah. Plague. <laughs> all those disease. mice running yeah, around. And, 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 and they don't like cats. Cats like helped. I know they the helped. Stay... Yeah, but that's where like witches kind of yeah. That's a whole thing. I know. That's a whole history lesson that Toy is not going to get into today. Damn it. <laughs> the Grand Duke suggests perhaps it's not so bad having the prince be on his own until he finds love himself. Uh, the king hates this idea and instead hatches a plan to arrange a meeting between the prince and his future bride. The Every prince. eligible maiden. The prince is returning home today at, from war, maybe? I don't know. No, from a hunting trip. Did he say where? No, but I just assumed he was, like, on a hunting trip somewhere. Oh, I thought he was, like, like in a war somewhere or something. But whatever. Um, the prince what is, war? I don't know. There's always uh, didn't a war they say it was a peaceful kingdom? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but not, not a war in the kingdom, but maybe somewhere in France. Like an ally? Yeah. Like the yeah, revolution? Like outside of yeah. the kingdom. French Revolution. Mm-hmm. In 1950? What? <laughs> what year is this film? Well, oh, 1950. The, I was like, what it now? It take place in 1950. Uh, I don't know. You don't know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not 1950 current day. There. <laughs> All right, you die on that hill. Go for it. Uh, the prince is returning home today, and he decides that they will hold a ball in his honor to celebrate the matter, and coincidentally also invite every eligible maiden in the land to attend. It's a little sus, if you ask me. Mm. Back at Cinderella's chateau, Lady Tremaine is playing the piano while Drizella and Anastasia are taking singing lessons. Oh, this was my favorite song. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sing sweet nightingale. <laughs> how did you like her flute playing? I don't understand how her finger got stuck in the I hole. know, right? I was like, they're buttons. I know. I was like, like I yeah. don't understand. Maybe it's like a wooden so thing. She's like a quarter. quarter, yeah. <laughs> well, no, those you hold this way. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. holding it that way, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was a piccolo. No, yeah, my buttons too, though. Long too. My, well, yeah, mine did too, you're right. By the way, the voice of Anastasia, also Tiger Lily and Peter Pan. Why did mm-hmm. I think you were going to say Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that about Tiger yeah. Lily, but that's probably because Tiger Lily has like one Two lines. line. Yeah. yeah, like. Just saying. Good to know. Interesting. So the singing lesson begins and they're singing our next song, which is Oh, Sing Sweet Nightingale. And they are a little off pitch. But drink it. <laughs> just a little. Tried. It's not everybody's born with a nice voice. I mean, I get that, but then I just don't. But what are they born good with? Um, big you know, feet. big feet. They'll be good swimmers. They'd be good clowns in a circus. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure they have some kind of redeeming quality that wasn't showcased in the movie. <laughs> I'm sure they're very funny. Look at uh, <laughs> Um. However, downstairs, as she mops the floor, we hear Cinderella singing the song, and she's a little better than... And she's in the bubbles. That's my favorite scene. Yeah, you I get love the, the bubbles. It's very similar to the Dumbo scene, I think. Yes. That's what he said. That's what I said, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it because when she's in the bubbles, and there's, like, multiples of her voices... She's harmonizing with herself. Yeah. And I actually... You know how hard that is? No. Well, but I actually saw, too, like, at this time, um, you don't get a lot of this in music, so, like... This becomes more popular of like harmonizing different like keys. Yeah. Due to this. So. Maybe this scene is what costs so much money. Maybe. This scene did seem pretty intricate. Yeah, it was, you're right. Very colorful. Yeah. Colors, yeah. I mean, 
you can kind of understand why a lot of the animation probably did cost a lot of money because it's a lot different than anything they've done. You're right. So, but suddenly there's a knock at the door. It's an urgent message from his Imperial Majesty. Cinderella returns to the screeching upstairs and delivers the urgent message. Lady Tremaine reads the letter out loud and says that every eligible maiden is to attend the ball. First being mistake. Held. Yeah. The stepsisters are ecstatic, and, but so is Cinderella, thinking that includes her as well. Well, why wouldn't it? Why I wouldn't would assume it? that too. Mm-hmm. But the stepsisters mock her, and Lady Tremaine mockingly tells Cinderella that she can go to the ball if she finishes up all her chores. And if she has anything suitable to wear, knowing, thinking at least that what could Cinderella possibly have See, to wear? See, now that's not fair because her daughters didn't have something suitable to wear, yet they got to go. Well, they had dresses made that were quote unquote suitable to wear, but they, they, they're thinking, how could Cinderella possibly have anything? They don't buy her anything. Yeah, like just rags. Like she's not going to wear rags. Jokes are funnier when I have to explain them. Oh, I thought you were I was insulting curious. their outfits. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Well, wouldn't you it's know okay. it? okay, it didn't land. It's fine. That's all right. Well, wouldn't you know it? Cinderella <laughs> does have something to wear. Her mother's old dress. Mm-hmm. Um, Cinderella decides to modify the dress into uh, in the sleeves and make it more suitable for the ball. But she can't get started on any of this because Drizella and Anastasia call out for her to do more chores preoccupying her. And they hate all their clothes, by the way. Yes. The mice remark <laughs> on... Poor Cinderella not having a minute to herself, which starts oh, our next song, which is the work song. <laughs> I think it's Alex, this was your favorite of the whole. Yeah, you're bopping already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day, Cinderella. By the way, uh, don't know if we mentioned this, but the mice are like Alvin and the Chipmunk voice. Yeah. With like the squeaky voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the mice. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> The mice hatch the idea to make the alterations on Cinderella's dress for her. Um, they get to work sewing, and the birds come in to help as well. Leave the sewing to the women, the mice say. Yeah. You go get the trimming. <laughs> it was funny. It rhymed. <laughs> it was very funny. It was 1950. And if you think about it, I'm not going to let Michael sew something, but I would let Toya sew something. I think Michael could do a decent hem. Why wouldn't you let me sew something? Uh, five fingers, no offense. What does that mean? I just cut that little hook yeah, in that thing. Yeah, but you need like to be very like. I just cut that little hook in that little hole. You don't know how to sew. I have to sew stuff you know? for you. I know how. Yeah, huh? I learned it in home ec. Yeah, me too. Okay, well I never you know how to sew yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next I bet time you didn't know. I didn't know how to type too until you see me that I could type. What? You can't type. I this is type. how Michael types. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You are smoking some good stuff. If you That's not how you type. No, it's I've not. I've seen you type, Michael. It's really not. He's a terrible typer. Get the anyway, keyboard. Get the keyboard. Home. I don't have a keyboard. Get the keyboard. It's right it's over there. Get the keyboard. So you go over there and do it. Go type right now. What do you want to type? Anything you want. I don't care. Just type the quick fox jumped over the, the right ground. way. Hello, yeah. my name is Michael. What is your name? He's faking it. I don't know. That looks pretty <laughs> legit. Should I open up my computer? Should I sign in? He looks pretty good. Why did it take you so long to type, hello, my name is Michael? <laughs> I, and I said, what is your name? With a question mark. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I take back what I said. When, and I, was sign, it... when I sign into Tom, I copy that and then email it to you. It's going to be like T-Y. <laughs> come up? Well, it typed into my password. Did it actually, though? Well, I mean... It's, yeah, you can see all the dots there for my okay. Michael's like, let me go erase that. No, it might, it might have like one or two error, but that's because I was looking at you guys. Anyway. But it wasn't. 
That's how you type at home. It's really not. Well, you passed my typing test. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Downstairs, Cinderella is take, uh, taking more chores from the stepsisters, separate from her regular chores. Um, but before she leaves, Lady Tremaine informs her that when she's done with all of the stepsisters' chores, she has some for her as well. Yeah, I don't know how she had the time to do all of this stuff and still be ready to go to the ball. Like, I know that the mice helped her with the helped her with the dress. Still a lot of chores to do in one day. Well, yeah. She's probably, at this point, very seasoned and probably very good at doing chores. Also, I really kind of fail to believe that that, like, house needs cleaning of certain things every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, she probably was like, yeah, I did it. And Plus, Lady Tremaine wouldn't know any better. They're, yeah. yeah, they're not walking around checking her work, so she probably just said she did some of this, but really, yeah. you like know, I cleaned it five times Like, the dishes and the already. laundry, like, yeah. But, like, did she really dust, like, the fifth bedroom? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, did she really do the tapestries? Like, yeah. yeah. We have a fifth bedroom here? <laughs> just saying. Sheesh. Uh, the stepsisters struggle to find an outfit for them to wear, and one of them throws down a pink sash in disgust, to which the mice decide to retrieve and bring it back upstairs. Lucifer is here, though, of course, and as the mice sneak around trying, to, uh, trying not to wake him, he wakes up, and we get another cat-and-mouse chase. Um, they also grab a beaded necklace that Drizella threw down and escape with that as well. Yeah, but, I mean, like, Gus almost didn't make it. Gus almost never makes it. But also, like, so what I what annoyed me about this scene was, like, so he breaks the necklace by accident, right? And he's trying to, like, string all the beads on his tail. This is but, the like, infamous anal beads. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the hole in the wall is right next to him. Just throw them all in. I know. And then hop in and, and then, then pick them up. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like, come on now. Work smarter, Smart not harder. harder. Back upstairs, the lady mice are altering the dress and putting the finishing touches on Cinderella's pink dress, including pink bows and a pearl necklace. By the way, do you like this dress better than her ball yeah. gown? You like this one better? Oh, than her ball gown? Yeah. I thought you meant than the original. Like, which, which one of Cinderella's dresses do you prefer? I like the fairy godmother's dress. Okay, we're all in agreement. This all one's right. okay. And also, it wasn't a pearl necklace. It was that beaded necklace. Beaded yeah. necklace. I'm sorry. It was not pearls. Dan. Dan. Damn it, Dan. <laughs> At the castle, the clock has struck 8 p.m., and inside the castle, many of the guests and maidens have started to arrive. And this this prince is just, like, bowing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Did, He's like, can we get so over with? Yep. <laughs> Did anyone take a look at this clock, by the way? Well, it said 8 o'clock. Okay. Or did it say 9? No, it's 8 o'clock, but it has the Roman numeral 12 twice. Oh. The 11 is 12. Hmm. And for four, instead of, you know how in Roman numerals it's uh, IV, mm -hmm. they just wrote I, 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 I. That's kind of funny. Sometimes you'll see that. Oh, so that's, okay. I was like, this clock is all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you'll see that. Okay. It's but I don't weird. think you'll see the 12 twice. I think mm -hmm. that's a mistake. Yeah, too. I think that's a mistake. But, you know, maybe AI made it. <laughs> you know what? That is something AI would say. Yeah. <laughs> that 1950s AI. Yeah, right. <laughs> Back at the chateau, the carriage arrives to pick up Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters. Cinderella informs the bunch and Lady Tremaine. And she's um, like, oh no, you're not ready? Yeah, she looks Bitch. upset that she's not ready, she's not dressed, she can't go to the ball. And Cinderella even says she's not going to the ball because she hasn't had time, she's got nothing to wear. And she's kind of defeated and walks up to her room. Um, the three are very pleased with their plan as it's worked, and they tell her good night. They're walking, bopping with their feathers, bopping and their butts, bopping. Their yeah, why bopping all around. Yeah. What's so big? Mm. <laughs> well, actually, that's a very specific garment. 
that goes underneath your dress. And it holds the dress up to make them And I know this because I'm on, like, weird vintage garment TikTok. You are on so many fascinating TikToks. I am. I what somehow yeah, and like was that the style to have a big booty? Yeah, big, yeah. Big booty. Somehow I'm on Eartha Kit TikTok. I don't know what that is. You don't know who Eartha Kit is? No. Okay. We should look her up. She's interesting. Okay. But yeah, I but like the point is is I don't know how I got on her TikTok. But anyway, yes, it's a garment that goes and it enhances your booty. Interesting. It's supposed to like enhance like the waist, right? Yeah. Because girls with bigger waist produce better children. Type that of thing. too. Now they just inject that shit right into your ass. <laughs> Cinderella returns to her chambers upstairs, upset that she will be missing out on the wonderful ball. Um, just then, though, she sees a glow coming from the corner of her room. It's her mother's dress, which has been updated by all the mice and the birds, and it looks beautiful. Cinderella's in love with her new dress, and she rushes downstairs to catch the stepsisters and stepmother before they leave. She didn't even shower. Like, didn't do her hair, no yeah, makeup. Nothing. I mean, she did do her hair, but I'm just, she's just stinky in that pretty beautiful new dress. <laughs> I mean, she showered in the morning, I guess. Yeah, Let's but she cleaned all day. I guess. Let's be real. They're all stinky. <laughs> <Yeah. this time. laughs> yeah, like if that's the way they're taking baths and showers, yeah. then they probably all smell. It's just a whole land of just smelly, gross, yeah. Do they even have plumbing? No, no, probably not. Where do they go to the bathroom? Chamber pots. In a hole in the backyard. No, the chamber <laughs> pots, and then you dump them out the window. I like how she always says these things as if I'm supposed to know. She's like, the chamber pots, of course. <laughs> you don't know what a chamber pot is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like people should just know the things that I know. No. Okay, well. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know who that other lady is. I didn't. What? Oh, or the game. You don't know the war of 1783? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that was on Notre Dame, would you call it again? A flying buttress. A flying buttress. Okay, no, not you guys, but Dan should have known that because we were in the same class. We learned about it together. I forgot half the stuff I learned in college. Okay, but like. More than that. We like laughed about it because it's called a flying buttress. That and also our professor spent the whole semester on them. Oh, okay. Like the whole semester. It was supposed to be like an inside joke between you two, and you failed. You failed, Dan. I did. He fails every time. This actually he failed, comes he up failed more Alex. Than you he think. made her yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> sorry, Dan. Striking out. Today. Hey, I'm just doing the best I can over here. Right? <laughs> I think yeah. you're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're just pitying, you're pitying that because <laughs> you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so Drizella and Anastasia are angered and shocked to see... Because the things they didn't want, are now they suddenly want. Well, they don't oh. notice at first, so mm -hmm. this is Lady Tremaine's doing. Yeah, she calmly so walks over and mm -hmm. she's commenting on how lovely her dress is and she comments on how lovely the sash is. Don't you agree, Anastasia? Or how lovely the necklace is. Don't you agree, Drizella? And they realize it's their stuff no, on Cinderella. Oh, then they were like, happens. I don't want this anymore! And like threw it out yep. in the hallway and they were like, none of this will do! And now suddenly the yep. sash and the beads are like... Well, they think Cinderella is a thief. <laughs> and they their, right? their response is to claw at Cinderella's dress and rip everything off so of her that's vicious. there. Feisty. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time they're done with her, Cinderella's left in a ripped, torn apart dress that Literally is in rags. no shape to go to the ball. Literally rags. Yes. I would have shown up like that. It'd been like they did it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> would have been like, yeah, and this is not acceptable to you. Mm. Oh, interesting. Do you think the prince still would have fell in love with her? No. Or did he fall in love with the presentation of her? Yeah. 
Oh, that's not yeah, gonna last. Yeah, he only saw her from afar, and that's what got him. Yeah. You know? If he saw her, like, in her rag dress, he would have been like, ooh, who let that in? That's <laughs> a marriage ba- based on looks. That's not good. Oh, they well, all are. Well, Michael mm. says I catfished him for the first, like, year that we or two that we were dating. Not about looks, but just about my craziness. He swears I was so normal. And I don't know how that's possible. I don't know that's possible because she had a lot of like. I I feel like I'm very open about my crazy. Uh, so the three leave, and Cinderella runs out into the I get what would you call it the garden? Sure. Backyard. The backyard, yeah. crying. <laughs> the yard. Um, she breaks down and kneels on a bench, sobbing, and we then hear a reprise of the chorus from uh, "A Dream Is a Wish That Your Heart Makes." Well, she's saying that there's nothing left to hope for anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She remarks how that's not true, and there's no use in dreaming. Uh, magically, an elderly woman <laughs> appears on the bench, and now Cinderella is crying in her lap. It's Cinderella's fairy godmother, and she comforts Cinderella, telling her that if she lost all her faith, she wouldn't be here. Bullshit. Got her there. Uh, let's see. That could Got just him. be a lie. Could be. I love the fairy godmother. She yeah. was probably. I, I think she might be like one of my. She might be in the best part of a movie for me. Hmm. I think it's just nice she was able to just make her little wishes come true. I don't know. I get that. Like, imagine you have, like, I don't know. I just understand. I understand wanting to make people happy and, like, help them and use your magic for good, not evil. Oh, so you want to be a fairy godmother? Yeah. My grandma wanted to be... Her favorite movie, Cinderella. And she morphed from being, like, she... She felt like she was Cinderella because she, like... You know, just had to take care of everyone her whole life. But then she morphed into, when she became a grandma, she's like, I'm the fairy godmother. And I'm like, I mean, okay. You say so? Yeah. I'm like, can't make pumpkin into a carriage, but okay, grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, grandma. Well, uh, the fairy godmother is voiced by Verna Felton, who I think we've discussed before. She's also Mrs. Jumbo. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Queen of Hearts. Maybe that's why I liked her. Maybe. (laughs) And other people as well. Uh, the fairy godmother informs Cinderella that she can't go to the ball looking the way she does. She magically makes her wand appear and introduces our next song, which is Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Very good. It's a song largely consisting of. <laughs> very good. Well, very good. It was just funny the way you said. It. Very good. What, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's all nonsense for it, so yeah. I don't know. Magic words. So. She first turns a great big pumpkin into a beautiful stagecoach. It was beautiful. such a nice pumpkin, by the way. Mm. By the way, stagecoach, you can also find in Disney World, right? Don't they have yeah. it for weddings? They take it for weddings. Sometimes. They took it. I have a picture of me when I went a few years ago in front of it. Oh. Where was it? Like, where? Behind we... the castle. Oh, very cool. They do use it for weddings, so you're right. Yep. Yeah. She then turns the mice into her horses for the evening, and her horse, Major, he gets a break from being a horse for a day, and instead is turned into a human coachman mm. that's going to uh, drive the carriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruno is next, and he is turned into the human footman to open the door for Cinderella at the ball. Wait, so... I loved that. Yeah, that was cute. But wait, so in this scene, so Lucifer's coming after the mice before their horses, and he like tries to catch Gus in the bowl. And then they're turned into the horse, and then he lifts up the bowl, and then Gus, like, neighs at him, right? And he runs away. But there's a little trail of magic that follows him, and it's off screen, and you don't see. But I want to know what Lucifer got turned into. That's true, because <laughs> the next time we see Lucifer, it's the next day. So yeah. he's already turned yeah. back Yeah, so, like, point. clearly he got turned into something, and yeah. we don't know what yeah. it is. 
Hopefully stone. Some kind of stone <laughs> creature until Hopefully the next day. Dead. <laughs> Just so we can't ruin it for her any more than those people already have. Those evil, evil um, stepmother and stepsisters and step kitty. The last piece of the puzzle is Cinderella's dress. Um, the fairy godmother sizes her up before turning her torn shreds into a beautiful silver and white ballroom gown with a tiara and glass slippers. Silver and not, white. Not blue. Not blue. Correct. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Um, in the film, they just made it silver and white, but they felt like for promotional reasons, like it blue would be more like eye-catching, I guess, and like associate like a color with her. So, like, Why are you telling me like that? Like I didn't tell you that the other night when we watched it. You told me that? Yeah. Oh. Well, I found that very interesting, Dan. Thank you for thank sharing. You. And <laughs> thank you, Toya, for having that knowledge. Like, are thank you kidding you. me, Dan? Well, why'd you say that? Also, oh, I found my picture. <laughs> Here's the stagecoach. Yeah, so pretty. He said it so matter-of-factly, like, looking at me as though, like, it was brand new information for Damn, me. Damn, son. And I'm just like, sir. I'm just gonna cut all that out. I'm gonna <laughs> non-kick your butt. So I, I was like, I shook my head no before she even bite bit it. I'm like, you're not gonna like Remember that. COVID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. COVID's not funny. The photo Hillary is showing no, Hillary us is showing funny. showing us a photo of Pirates of the Caribbean, and she's sitting alone in the back with three rows in between her and the couple in front of her. <laughs> she's just off in the distance. <laughs> it's not. It's not funny though. <laughs> it's not the picture. It's the funny. Fun, the picture is funny. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I wanna they loaded a car. Look at this track. Dress in the movie because I don't remember noticing like anything different. Like I wasn't watching it and saying like, oh, it's not blue, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see. Sorry, Dan. You can, you can keep get going. That's all right. Uh, to note, this animation of the dress transformation is said to be Walt Disney's favorite piece of animation ever it, done by the studio. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's very well done. And, very sparkly. and the sparkly, yeah. I was trying to see, like, this. they did a good job with the sparkles. Like, for what they could do. They no, did a good job. There's a good it. reason why this is his favorite. It's very, very well done. It still kind of holds up. That's, I what, feel like. that's what the whole budget went towards. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah this one Some shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, perfect. Two billion dollars. Before she leaves for the ball, Cinderella is told that this spell won't last forever. In fact, when the clock strikes midnight, the spell will be broken and everything will return to the way it was before. I wonder and why. Like, it's already 8 o'clock. Well, actually, it's by probably, now it's like 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. later because... She only gets like three hours. I know. You know? To get there, do her thing, yep, get back. Yep, get home. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Yeah. At the ball, we meet the prince... Um, who is being introduced to potential wives from all around the land. <laughs> Why did Lady Tremaine go? Did, I didn't see any other see, stepmothers there. He said that, too. He was like, is she eligible? That. And I'm like, I mean, technically, yes. Can you imagine if you fell in love with her? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dan asked me what a maiden oh, yeah. is, and I had to explain that. A young person who can be wed? Unmarried virgin. Okay. Mm. So clearly not someone who popped out two ugly stepwitches. Step bitches. <laughs> Damn. Unless she's the Virgin Mary, but that's the story. Maybe she for adopted Christmas. Them. Maybe that's why there's no husband. Mm. Maybe she adopted them. Maybe. Through her company's adoption assistance program. Wow. <laughs> well shit. Keep going. Excuse me. Um he politely bows to each one of them, but it's clear that he's not very impressed with any of them. Um, he's openly yawning in one of their faces. So rude. Yeah. And he's like looking at his dad like, oh. 
Yeah, her, the king and the Grand Duke are in like a balcony up ahead. They're like watching over everything. And, so weird. The king yeah. is so... Right? Like, and I'm he, telling you, he really is a villain. He's he like so mean to everybody. Like, they have to do what he says. I know. Well, he's the king. No, I know, but like... The stuff that he says is ridiculous. He was like, we all have a ball. And then the Duke is like, sure, when? He's like, tonight. And he's like, wait, tonight? Are you fucking nuts? Like, tonight? (laughs) Doesn't it kind of remind you of Jasmine's dad? A little bit. Sultan. Mm. And also, why are they so short? I don't know. They're old. For some reason, Disney, like, a always lot of the fathers are always, like, yeah. short and, and like, same big. with, like, Belle's yeah. dad and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, exactly. why? Like, just because you're, like, I don't know, Our four Asian doesn't mean you shrink down to yeah. half your size. Is that osteoporosis, Disney? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I never thought of it until now, but cool. Just King so. Triton's not like that. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, he's also well, a sea creature. He's a sea creature. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Michael's so, horrified. Maybe he has little legs. Like you don't know. <laughs> he has little legs. Yeah, maybe. Just two he's... little stubs. Only big because it's a tail, okay? <laughs> maybe he's like Cotton Hill. Like Cotton from King of the Hill. Do you know who Cotton Hill is? No, I was going to say he's got the Stewie Griffin legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Cotton is Hank Hill's dad. <laughs> And he got oh, his yeah. shins cut off. He got in his the shins war. cut off in the war, right? Yeah, so That's he funny. just like, and he just walks like this side to side as he oh has God. no knees. <laughs> well, the king grows more and more frustrated with his son's dismissal. Climbing over the fucking balcony, gonna kill himself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Cinderella has now arrived to the ball late, um, but makes her way up. Late. The st- she's late. No yeah. shade, Dan. Late. <laughs> late. <laughs> Horrible guest. <right? laughs> Didn't bring anything either. I know. She makes her way up the I stairs. I am Cinderella. <laughs> um, Drizella and Anastasia are now introduced to the prince. and He rolls his eyes at them. The king scoffs. He's like, woo. Like, yeah. Hey, you're see- far away, fucker. You can't even see. That's how bad these two are. Like, <laughs> from a distance. It's so mean. Yeah, it is pretty mean. The prince bows to them, though, and he sees behind them in the distance, Cinderella has made her entrance, and he's immediately um, just blown away by her. Oh, she, and she's, like, looking bitch. like, where did Ooh, I go? Like, where is everybody? Ah, <laughs> uh, bitch, they're all right there. He yep. practically pushes them to the side to yeah. get through them. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse, like, yeah. you know. That's so rude. Yeah. What was interesting is that they didn't, touch on this in this movie but they do in the live action that Drizella, Anastasia and Lady Tremaine are like who is that when they oh, yeah, see her cause, cause in the live action one they put like a thing over her like a spell on her face where like nobody will recognize, recognize her, her. Yeah. yeah yeah but here it's supposed to be that like she's always every day in like drags and like n- not oh, dirty so, that's why so they like don't and now her. she's all like beautiful yeah so like done up yeah oh yeah. interesting thank yeah. you also, they couldn't get like a good peek at her, like yeah, they kept, like, like getting the crowd. yeah, like they oh. couldn't get a look at like her face, so mm. they couldn't really tell that it was her. Okay. Um, he take oh, the prince. Yeah, you're right. That is definitely not blue. That is definitely silver and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't notice. Sorry. Continue. The prince takes Cinderella's hand and bows to her before asking for a dance. Uh, the king and the grand duke are intrigued by the mystery woman. Um, not knowing who she is or where she came from, but they order for the waltz to commence at once. Um, and by the way, we've been saying the Prince of Prince of Prince. He's more commonly known today as Prince Charming, but he's not referred to that at all in the film. He's only just referred to as the Prince. Um, and I think the name Prince Charming kind of stuck all these years later because they already had the Prince in Snow White. 
Um, so to kind of differentiate the two and make it less confusing, one's Prince Charming, Cinderella, the prince is Snow White. It's just stupid because in Snow White, she talks about, she's like, one day my prince will come and he was, and he'll be charming. So like you would think he mm. would be Prince Charming. Right. And then to make Wait. matters even more confusing in Once Upon a Time, the TV show, the prince is Prince Charming. Yeah. And I don't even know what, is the prince, is Prince Charming from Cinderella even in Once Upon a Time? He is, but his name is not Prince Charming. Oh, okay. Have any of you seen that show? Mm-mm. Oh my god. It's a pretty good show. I feel like Alex would really like it, but it's like a lot to invest in because it's a lot of seasons and they're like hour long episodes and I feel like she would like. Oh, that's okay. I watched Glee and there's. What's it on? Uh, uh, Disney on... Plus? Yeah, and Hulu. And Hulu. Watch it on Disney Plus, huh? So that, that crazy bitch from Harry Potter, what's her name again? Yeah. Helena. Bonham Carter. Bonham Carter. She's the fair godmother in the live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what the fuck's her name in Harry Potter again? Bellatrix uh, Bellatrix. Yes, 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 yes. She's the fairy godmother. Yeah, it's a little different. Oh, yeah, in the live... You never saw the live-action one? I've seen it only once, so I don't remember. You need to watch it again. It's really good. And the prince is Rob Stark. Yeah. The king of the north. The king of the north. (laughs) Which none of you understand, because none of you watch Game of Thrones. Mm. I understood the reference. I know the name from that show. I just don't get it. Our friends don't like any TV shows that we like. Alex probably likes some of them. I'd watch that, but I, I just never... Shows, like, Didn't you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, I started to, but then, like, I never kept up. There's a lot of sex and death. What else do you want? See, I like the, the death stuff is what freaks me. The sex stuff is what freaks me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like to see, like, lots of death. So, the... <laughs> I'm sorry, just your segue sometimes. Just your I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like, we're just moving on. Moving on. Moving on. The Waltz Begins... And Cinderella and Prince Charming share their dance with dimmed lights in the castle. The king decides, well, now's a good time to go to sleep with the ball going on in his castle and everybody from the town attending. I'm going to go get some rest. And he's like, wake me up when they propose. I'm like, bro. I know. Well, back then, you know. He leaves the Grand Duke in charge and tells him to make sure his son and his new love interests are not disturbed and to inform him when his son proposes. Or else. If something goes wrong, he will kill him, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is what I mean. He's a villain. Yeah, well. With the whole crowd watching, the stepsisters and Lady Tremaine remark how they can't identify the woman, um, but she does look familiar. As the couple waltz their way outside, they just, like, dance their way out of the ballroom to, like, the backyard. They want to be alone. Um, the Grand Duke draws a curtain down to give them some privacy. You can't just walk through the curtain. <laughs> no, there's just a wall there. I can't get past this. Yeah. Shit. Um, our final song of the film then plays, which is So This Is Love. Mm-hmm. Sung by both Cinderella and Prince Charming. Ooh. Yeah, duet. Uh, the scene and this song is probably, it's probably, I don't know, is this the most popular song from the film, or is that Bibbidi Bobby? I think it's Bibbidi Bobby. Bibbidi Bobby, yeah. okay. Uh, the two of them are sharing their dance together. They then walk together outside the castle, into the garden, over a bridge. They walk here, they walk there, Ooh, they walk everywhere. To grandmother's house we go. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that. I might know the way yeah. to carry the pumpkin. Finally, after walking around the grounds, they end up on the backyard balcony together. And as they're about to share their kiss, um, the clock tower in the distance rings. It is now midnight. (gasps) Cinderella realizes the spell is about to end, so she abruptly gets up and tells Prince Charming that uh, she has to leave to his protest and confusion. Goodbye. She's like, I haven't met the prince yet. So that's the thing, too. She does not realize this whole time she's been dancing and falling in love with the prince. I think she, she's an idiot. She thinks it's just <laughs> yeah. some guy 
at which, by the way, I don't think there's a single other man in this. Yeah, yeah. like is she like is she really like? Come on now. Yeah. You know better. Come on, Cindy. But the whole point, I guess, they're trying to get across is that she didn't fall in love with his status. She's falling in love with the man, even though they just dance. Yeah, really. his dance skills and his dancing. Right. How did she know the moves that she was always locked away? It's a waltz. She's just lead, she's just following his lead. Okay. She's a woman. She's submissive. We'll dance one time. We'll show. I'll, we'll show <laughs> I don't know. So you, I, I'll, I, I'll, follow, I'll, I'll be the. Be. Okay. Do a waltz clog. Step, step, She rushes through the castle, leaving with Prince Charming pleading for her to stop. She makes her way down the castle stairs, and her glass slipper falls off her foot the second time this has happened in the movie. She goes to retrieve it, but the Grand Duke is now chasing her as well. Cinderella decides to leave the slipper behind just to get out of there. And somehow run on one heel and one <laughs> flat foot. Pretty impressive. But right? the Grand Duke retrieves it. He's the one who picks it up. Her carriage makes it out of the castle, and as the Grand Duke orders the Kingsguard to chase after her. They race all throughout the town until finally the spell breaks. Her carriage is turned back into a pumpkin. The mice are turned back. Major and Bruno, uh, Bruno return to their original forms as well, and they hide in the trees off the road. Lose and then the pumpkin sword. gets trampled. It yeah, it's so disheveled and kind of depressing to look at. Yeah, you're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Squish pumpkin, back in her ripped rags, dog. <coughs> you know, everyone's back to normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a dog. No. Yeah, yeah but he got to be so he got to be a human for a day. I'd rather be a dog. Same. Yeah, you know, I think I'd probably rather be a cat. <laughs> Specifically one of our kids. <laughs> <laughs> so they lose the king's guard, and Cinderella apologizes to all the animals, saying how she lost track of time. And, and she... they're like, I don't give a sh- single shit. <laughs> um, her other glass slipper, though, um, remains, is... intact. remains intact. I think it's yeah. because they were separated. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I thought it was like the fairy godmother just like... Throwing her bone, like I mean, maybe something that to remember too. the night. I thought it was just like say. a loophole, like a plot, like a like a oops. Yeah, maybe. You know what? She does look up to the sky and say, "Like thank you." Oh, like, so maybe so... it is a little like. Gotcha. Yeah. Something yeah. to remember the night by. Yeah. Uh, back at the castle, the Grand Duke wakes the king up from his sleep to inform him that the woman has escaped. <laughs> and uh, this man's bed. Could, like, oh house gosh. the whole kingdom. Yeah. They could all sleep in that bed. He's also Huge. really small, though, so... I mean, yeah, but still. And then he loses his shit. <laughs> yeah, so the Grand Duke has trouble getting it out. The king assumes that he proposed. The king even pulls out a sword, and he's going to knight the Grand Duke mm-hmm. on a job well done. But when the Grand Duke informs him that she's actually not here and they lost her, this sends the king into an absolute rage. He starts Villain. swinging Villain. the mm-hmm. sword at the Grand Duke. As if it's his fault. Traitor... Yeah. Treason. <laughs> Sabotage. He's a villain. It was very dramatic. The Grand Duke. They start bouncing on the bed. Yeah, that was funny. Into the chandelier. Yeah. The Grand Duke tells the angry king that all they have from her is the glass slipper. And the prince is madly in love with her. And he won't rest until he finds her and marries her. Well, which no, con- no one else in the kingdom has her size foot. So, you know. Very, very unique. Everyone's got big old feet, you know, that's clomping around. <laughs> um, but this calms the king down. The king then comes up with another plan. Since they still have the shoe, 
The Grand Duke will have every eligible maiden try on the glass slipper, and if the shoe fits, bring her in. Right so, now. So, right now. Go do that. Yeah, literally. That's what I mean. Like, he's such a fucking villain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's actually, I don't think he thinks this shoe only fits one person. I think he thinks the first person this yes. fits. Yes, okay, bring him in. but the reality is it only fits one person because she's the last Perfect one. Fit. No. Yeah. You know, like no one else got the shoe on. It's true. I agree, though, with Dan. I feel like the the king is like the first bitch that can get her foot in that and shoe. her foot into this shoe. So you bring her back here and they're getting married today. <laughs> Probably. So the next morning, Lady Tremaine wakes her daughters and informs them that even though they didn't sway the prince, they have a second chance. Nobody knows who the woman was, so if the slipper fits their feet, they will be the prince's bride by the king's command. Mm-hmm. It's a logical plan, except for the fact that won't, like, Prince Charming, like, not fall in love with them again? Like, won't he take one look like, at them? Yeah, and be like, who the hell are you? Yeah. But I think the king doesn't care. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Cinderella hears the news as well. And she starts fucking humming. She's in a trance. And dancing, yeah. idiot. While they're like Drops the tea. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yo, what's wrong with you? And fix all my clothes. Because I got to wear every piece and of clothing that I own Lady today. Tremaine clicks. Well, it's at this moment also that Cinderella, Cinderella realizes that she was dancing with the prince all night. Yeah. Yeah. That is brand new information. <laughs> <laughs> she dances and waltzes her way down the hallway and up to her room to make herself ready for the Grand Duke's arrival. But Lady Tremaine has now put two and two together. And <laughs> she locks her in. She realizes so that it was vicious. Cinderella last night that the prince fell in love with. And driven with jealousy, she realizes she must not let Cinderella try on the shoe. Lady Tremaine follows Cinderella up the stairs with Cinderella combing her hair and her back to her door. Lady Tremaine sneaks inside and locks the door and takes the key with her so she can't get out. So mean. She puts the key in her front pocket, so she's safekeeping. Yeah, she pats it, like, just to make sure. Jock and Gus make it their mission to get that key and retrieve it from Lady Tremaine. Good for them. I also just love how, like, Jock and Gus have become, like, besties, even though Gus is, like, the new kid on the block, you know? Very accepting community. Yeah. Yeah. The Grand Duke then arrives at the chateau with the glass slipper. Lady Tremaine presents her two daughters to try on the shoe. Again, he's horrified at their appearance. Um, <laughs> as the Grand Duke is reading the decree to the women, Jock sneaks into Lady Tremaine's pocket, and he gets the key, but he's unable to escape with the key as Lady Tremaine sticks her hand in her pocket to make sure it's still there. I'm sorry, you said Grand Dude. <laughs> grand Dude? Hey, dude. Yeah, the Dude, the Grand Dude. I'm a dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. They made a sequel to that. They did? did? Yeah. Anyone see it? I didn't see it. Okay. I thought you said. I thought you did see it. No. The second one? Mm-hmm. No. I want to see it. It's probably terrible, but I want to see it. <laughs> what? They keep trying. Good Burger. They keep Maybe. trying to bring Good Burger back, and I feel like it's just not. See, the thing about Good Burger, the first movie, is that that wasn't good either. But it, but it, it was, was funny. But it was fun if it you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, it was funny. When you go back and watch it, adult, you're like, oh, this movie's terrible. But First time yeah. I seen it, I had to go to the library and rent the VHS from the library wow. to watch it. Yeah, with Mondo Burger. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It was like a 10-pound burger and it, that they were selling. It was an orange VHS, yeah. too, which was funny. Yes, Nickelodeon yeah. used to do that, yeah. 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 Anastasia is the first to try on the slipper, and pretty funny visual gag here. She says, oh, look, it's an exact fit, and then when they pull up her dress, it's literally like just her toes. toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was she had a huge <laughs> Yeah, that really, she was kind of smart. She's like, oh, look, 
Perfect fit. And the Grand Duke has fallen asleep because he's been doing this all day and night. Mm -hmm. um, so while he's asleep, um, Lady Tremaine tries to get the uh, the servant foot guy um, to like the footman. the footman to like squeeze his foot. Because my foot must be swollen. <laughs> into the shoe, but it doesn't fit. They they even get like a hammer. They're trying to like she comes hammer. She has a really good excuse. She's like, you know, after you've been on your feet all night dancing, and yeah. I'm like, she has a point. Mm -hmm. like, she does. She does sometimes that does happen. Yeah. The, the worst thing happened to Michael with his flip flops. The worst thing you could <laughs> do right. if you're out for the night is take your shoes off and then try to put them back on. Mm-hmm. As they're trying to hammer on the slipper onto Anastasia's foot, Jock and Gus Gus manage to sneak out with the key, and they drag it up the stairs step by step, one at a time. No, he's fine. They were very determined, the way they were just... Yep. One step at a time, they're yeah. dragging it up there. Lots of steps. They finally reach the top of the stairs, and as they're about to give Cinderella the key under the door... Lucifer appears and traps Dick. Gus under the under the uh, under the bowl with a key. So close. So right wait, did you guys know that in the original fairy tale that the stepsisters hack off parts of their feet? I was just gonna yeah, yeah. go go to ahead. try to get it to fit. Yeah, one of them hacks off their toes. Don't you do that? The well, I know the original is like heels. darker. Like, yeah, and then at the end they get their eyes pecked out by birds. Good. Nice. They probably deserve all those things. I mean. They're just kids. They're assholes! <laughs> All the mice try different ways to free Gus from underneath the bowl and attack Lucifer. Um, Cinderella asks the birds... I'm <laughs> sorry, go on. <laughs> they ask the birds, I see buttholes! <laughs> Michael, pull your pants up, would you please? <laughs> Sorry, got excited. Cinderella asks the birds to get Bruno outside, and they do so. Um, back inside now, back down, uh, trying on the slipper. Drizella, it's her turn. She's having trouble as well. She squeezes her foot into the slipper, but it's clearly not a fit. She somehow bent her entire foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's literally it's like, like a Chinese foot binding yeah. or something. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ma'am, I don't, my foot doesn't do that. <laughs> and her foot comes undone and the slipper goes into the air, but the Grand Duke catches it, you know, causing With it. a finger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bruno makes his way back into the house and chases Lucifer away. Yeah! And even gives him, I know he doesn't actually die, but he gives him the classic Disney death of falling to his death. He falls <laughs> out the window I, to know, his demise. I want to know. Die. I think you well, see him, don't you? I know. I only know this because in Cinderella two and three, yeah, Lucifer I know he's comes there. Back. I know. But I guess at, in this movie, you you're supposed know. to presume he's dead. I mean, they have cat, nine lives. Cats have nine lives, and cats tend to fall on their feet too. They, they do land. tend to land on their feet, yes. Yeah. But from that high, he might have broken his little feet. I don't know. But he might have landed on them though. Yeah. <laughs> With he wouldn't have fit. His feet wouldn't have fit in the slipper. He might have broken his feet too. <laughs> True. <laughs> With Gus Gus now free, the mice slide the key under the door for Cinderella. And downstairs, the Grand Duke is preparing to leave after another unsuccessful trip until he hears Cinderella calling out Wait. for him from the top of the stairs. Uh, the trio try to persuade the Grand Duke not to try the slipper on her, but he has orders to try it on every eligible maiden. He's like, listen, my life is hanging in the balance, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, this bitch is trying on this shoe. I will die if I don't yeah. come back with somebody. <laughs> Cinderella takes a seat, and the Grand Duke calls for the slipper to be brought over, and as the servant is crossing the room, Lady Tremaine sticks out her cane. You think she is so nasty. That it's because Lady Tremaine knows that it's going to fit her? She I think she, yeah. Yeah. She, she, knows. she put two and two together and realized that Cinderella is the one that was at the yeah. pole. So she knows it's going to fit. 
Um, she trips the servant, causing the shoe to fly in the air, and it crashes at the feet of Cinderella and the Grand Duke. And Cinderella is so calm about it. All hope is lost. The slipper is broken. The Duke is freaking out. He's like, I'm going to die. I'm not, dead. Not only, do, not only will we not know if Cinderella's fit would fit, but every other eligible meeting that she hasn't gotten to because there's no slipper anymore. I'm pretty sure she, they were supposed to be the last ones. Uh, mm-hmm. they were, oh, why? Why? I just, just that just is the feeling that I got. Okay. I too got the same feeling, so I understand. <laughs> okay. Uh, like to me, I'm like, wow, they must have been going at this all day, and now yeah. they're like at the last. last yeah. 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 I don't know why they never said it, but that's no. just the feeling. I yeah, that's that's the implication I got. But the smoking gun, Cinderella has. The other glass Would slipper. Would it help if I had the other slipper? Locked and loaded. Sure I, were ya. She has the other glass slipper, but I love that they're still not sure. They still make her try it out. <laughs> like, like, maybe she killed the other girl. Yeah, maybe you found this somewhere, yeah. But it fits. And Cinderella is now going to be the prince's bride-to-be. It's supposed to be a perfect fit, right? Yes. A perfect yeah. fit, yeah. How come it fell off? What? That's always the question. If it's a perfect fit. When she ran. It's why all did... these, like, holes in the plot. Well, like, I think that it was done... <laughs> so that, like, they had a way to find her. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Like, I have shoes that I would say fit me perfectly, but if I'm running around in a it, heel, it it's going to fall off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's probably not, like, it's made out of glass. Yeah, like, you're up and you're running. It's probably slippery. Your feet are sweating in glass. Have you ever yeah. ran in glass, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on glass. <laughs> Barefoot. You know. <laughs> We then it's probably slippery. Imagine the blisters you get. Oh, God. I know. Yeah. No cushion. Like, yeah. Think they, you think there was a good arch support in there? You know, probably not. <laughs> she got some like Doctor uh, Scholl's. Doctor yeah, inserts. Yeah. <laughs> but you would see them because it's glass. I know, and you could just see. You know how like you can feel in a heel that you're. Feet are just like smushed in like a very unpleasant way. They probably looked like all and fucked up. The thing that sucks about those shoes is you have to have a pedicure because then they, you see your toes. Yep. I bet when she took off her those shoes, you remember those commercials with the little green monsters? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like yes. her toes living underneath her toes. For the toenail fungus, <laughs> toenail whatever. Fungus yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. We then fast forward to wedding bells and see that the happy couple is married off. And she loses her shoe again. She runs down the stairs and for the third and final time she loses her shoe and this time the king retrieves it and sets it back on her foot and she gives a little kiss on his bald head. <laughs> and he turns red. He his does. whole head turns red. He does. Like a tomato. Yep. The <laughs> Like a tomato. The two saddle up in their carriage and together they ride off into the sunset. Happily married, as the film concludes with a reprise of A Dream is a Wish That Your Heart Makes. And our final shot is the two kissing in the back of the carriage. We return to the storybook from the beginning. As, we op- as it closes shut, the end. And they live happily ever after. They do. That was, that was cute. That was cute when I like it. Closing thoughts? Anybody want to go? I love Cinderella. <laughs> it's a nice classic. I love it too. Um... I don't think I grew up watching it a whole lot because I was a boy, and mm-hmm. you know. What is that supposed to mean, Dan? Not well, back in our day, you know. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm saying that my parents, for whatever reason, did not show me princess films. Well, also because they like, probably didn't yeah. show an interest in them. That's really what it is. Yeah, about. like, and it's not like you had Disney Plus that it was so accessible to you. Like I watched You'd it on VHS. You had to buy the VHS. We had everything and on a VHS. brother. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not like you had a sister that was yeah. watching. That's right. It, yeah. You know? I don't have a lot to nitpick. The only negative I really have is I'm not really a big fan of the whole cat and mouse chasing around. Like, it gets a little... It's it's very Tom and Jerry-like, 
and it's very yeah. just like and chaos and just there's not really much to say they're just running around yeah. they're crashing into this and it's, it's so it. redundant how many times are they going to do that and it feels a lot like the shorts that we're getting away from that we uh -huh. don't want to do anymore like donald and pluto right right, right. um but other than that um i think it's a visually stunning movie i think the animation is very well done um musically i don't think there's any weak songs I don't think there's I really. Like all this music, yeah, yeah, I don't really think there's one that you pointed yeah. like that's the worst song. Mm -hmm. They're all good in their own right. Um, I also think Lady Tremaine is a fantastic villain. She's a bitch. But I think she's a great villain because she has no magic powers. She does not have a monster like appearance. She doesn't really do any sort of violence. Um, she's like, just mean. She tripped the guy. Yeah. <laughs> she tripped the guy. But she she's just really she's she just like kill people. Yeah. She's just cold. She's petty. That you know of. That you know of. But she's just cold, manipulative, and like very smart. Yeah, and very shrewd. calm with she's everything. Shrewd. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just a very different yeah, villain. Yeah, she's a smart villain. Well, and it's very different than any villains that they really have. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really well done. Until we review the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, he, he's they're kind of similar true. in that vein. That's true. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. Does this mean Alice in Wonderland is next? No, it's not. What they're is? still working on it. Well, does anyone else have any other thoughts? I'm oh, sorry. Well, so I wondered, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, obviously I know the storyline of Cinderella, but if for somebody watching this for the first time, I feel like, you know, when you're in, like, school, you learn, like, that there's a, the, like, a problem and, like, the main character has to try to find a way to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Cinder like, what was her problem? And, like, she wasn't trying to solve it. It, just, it was just, like, a story of how things happened. You well, know what I mean? Like, the, the storyline was wasn't very strong. didn't have love. But, uh, but I, I understand her point because, like, that her problem is the life that she's living. And she didn't, like, do anything. But other did. people kind of solve it for her. Like the mice, you mean? And the fairy godmother. Well, I think we all need a little help from our friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also think that, like, her, like, trying to solve it is just, like, being optimistic and trying mm -hmm. to, like, look on the bright side the and hope that, that, she has. hope that one day, right. like, it, things will change. Because there's ultimately, what is she supposed to do? She's a woman who is unmarried, has no male, like, um, like, person, right? She has no father. She has no father figure or guardian. So she literally is just, like poor she can't own land she can't get a job like she can't do anything and also yeah. the idea that like good things come to good people because yeah. like like let's just say do you think lady tremaine has a fairy but then godmother? i just mean like that's the like then what's the story what's, what's the hook to draw you in it's like well if this bitch isn't doing anything what am i watching this for like what am i waiting to happen well like if she was like okay i'm gonna run away then you're waiting to see what happens when she runs away but there is none of that well i think they're trying to grab you with like her kind good nature and being somebody that you want to see. So like, you don't like her as a person? No, I don't really like Cinderella. Oh, see? That, cause, well, that's what we were talking about earlier, which a lot of people felt that way. Yeah, but I, I think what they're trying to go for is they're trying to make her um, somebody that you can like root for and that like she's a good, kind-hearted person. You want to see good things come to somebody right. like this. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like... It's, Cinderella's, like, not a character that I would want my, if I ever had kids, to like, daughter to look up to, or son, whoever, whatever, to look up to, because it's like, yes, I want you to be a good person, but, like, that's not really how the world works. Like, yes, good things come to good people, but, like, not always. you got to kind of work for some things to happen for well, you. Well, if you want to play that game, um, mermaids don't exist either. <laughs> so, no, 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 but, like, I'm, just I'm, saying. Talking, I'm talking about character-wise. No, you, like, you, you don't get to hang out with rats and, personality. and 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 birds. I, I'm just, personality. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you can still have, like, a line drawn with, like, fantasy and, like, reality with these movies. Because, like, if you're going to use that as an example, like, that's in every single Disney movie, right? Like, right. there's always an element of, like, unrealistic stuff that's occurring. 
just feel like she didn't really have much personality other than being a nice person. I mean, and that's fair. All of the other like Disney princesses were nice. I guess that's really what it is. I, don't know, I guess Jasmine you could also say like she's her her um, she's an animal lover as well. She's a she's caring, always kind she's to other people, giver. even people who treat her like crap. Yeah. yeah. She knows how to clean. Um, she's in control. Mend. She no mend with her. She is. She's in control of the other three. Cook food. She does not kill them. She this could. Is true. Self restraint. I would say overall, though, as a film, like this is a return to form for Disney, and like I feel like this is what going forward, this is what they're going to strive to like replicate. They may not do it, or they may do it, but this is what they're aiming for. You know, as far as like the overall storytelling. The music to go with it and the animation. This is like kind of like their their benchmark that yeah. they're setting. Yeah. And I guess we'll find out if they continue to do so. Yep. All right. So Cinderella is done. Next time. Get out of here, Cindy. Ella. <laughs> Next time on the menu, we are taking a one week break from animated films and going back into the live action realm. Has anyone at this table seen Treasure Island? Mm-mm. Think way back. I oh, okay. It. We're in for a good one then. Maybe. I'm not a live action. Was the there story, an animated Treasure Island? You're thinking of Treasure Planet. Planet. Oh. It's yeah. a story of Jim Hawkins and Long John Silver. I right. read the book Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be very interesting <laughs> to see how this one goes. It's a film none of us have seen, and usually those are fun. Like Alex Swiss Family like, Robinson. I'm out now. <laughs> I love Swiss Family <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't mind that. The Lost Episode. <laughs> the Lost Episode. R.I.P. Mm. That really does suck that we lost that. It still grinds my gears to this day. It still eats at me. I still have the broken files. Hoping well, one day, one day, day it'll just fix. I'm sure you can like do something about it. Like somebody somewhere Aww. can do something yeah. about it. Anyway, all right. Uh, be sure to follow Twitter at We Watch Disney. Spread the word and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We're on there too. Um, you can also find the We Watch Disney podcast on YouTube as well for shorter, condensed versions at YouTube.com/slash We Watch Disney Podcast. Also on YouTube at We Went to Disney. We go to Disney World and vlog about it. Food reviews, resort uh, tours, ride videos. You're the next one to go, Hills, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going in February, but you guys might go too. We might be going. We might be going to that too. It's a little far away, but I'm excited. We're on the wait list. We're on the wait list. But, yep, you can find all those previous videos at youtube.com slash at we went to Disney official. And that looks like it's going to do it for this time. So it's a goodbye from. Alex. Gilly. Hills. And Dan, and of course. Thanks for listening to our wet talk. 